all throughout the month of March, I'm reading out some of the reviews that we've got on this podcast. And I'm quite humbled by how much you're loving it. This is amazing. Now, I've got a bit of a competition. If you do a review on iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, put a review and I'm going to select one every few days throughout the month of March. And if you hear your name called out on the podcast and your review read out, get in contact with me, email me, uh, the link is in the show notes, and I've got a little prize for you. So, and it's pretty cool. You're going to want it. So I would encourage you to do a review. Now, why do I want a review? It is not about me. And this podcast is not about me. It's to get this message out. My heart is to have as many women leading their worlds as possible. And the men as well. You can listen as well. But especially women. Now, I'm all about leadership. Men find it easier. But women, we struggle. And especially entrepreneurs, we can be high performers in the workplace. But when we step out and want to build our own business, suddenly those insecurities, that self-doubt, comes up to play. And I see so many high-performing women go through this and hit that ceiling uh, of of success. Now, I want you to be successful in the business, but even more, I want you to be a leader in your niche, in your field, in your life, in your world. So my whole theme and existence is about leading your world. This podcast is a snapshot of that, encouraging you to lead your day. Now, the way that we can get this message out is through having reviews, great reviews. Now, so far, I've got only five-star reviews, which is very, well, It's I, I'm very, very appreciative of that. But the good thing about that too is that more reviews, the more it goes up the charts, the more it gets exposure, the more women can get this message. Yes, it can be a a bit of a pain, especially if you're out walking the dog now and listening to this or in the car, you can't stop and do it and it's hard to remember to do it later. But if you can, remember to put a review and I'm going to read some of those out and uh, if you hear yours read out, you will get a prize. But I encourage you to do that more often. It, It just supports each other. Okay, on with the show. Okay, it's Wednesday and I have devoted for the short time, or until I change my mind, uh, Wow Archetype Wednesday. Now, if you've not done my Wow Archetype quiz, look, just go do it. Press pause, go do it now, and then come back and listen to this. It's a personality profiling quiz with a difference. I have been working with personality profiles for decades, all the known ones, all the known brands that you've used, and they are great. But one thing, or two things really that they lacked was one, they were often very complex and very okay when you read your own profile, but very hard to remember what other people were. And it was hard to use them outside of the training context, really. And then the other thing was they're often written by, well, let's be frank, white middle-class corporate men. Nothing wrong with white corporate middle-class men, but they're often written for management situation, an employee situation, not an entrepreneur, and especially women situation. Now, my WOW archetype uh, profiling 
can be used by anyone. You can use it on kids if you want. It's the same principle, but it the difference is that zero is in on your motivation. What is your core motivation? And throughout uh, these next few months, I'm devoting Wednesdays to teaching a little bit more about Wow Archetype because this podcast is not just about inspiration. I am a teacher at heart. And so a lot of these podcasts are teaching. So this episode will be a little bit meatier and probably a little bit longer than some of the others. We've already covered Wow Archetypes and Productivity, Wow Archetypes and leadership and we'll go on to other areas like wow archetype or personalities you can replace the word wow archetype with personalities if you like uh, with life direction branding all it relates to all aspects of life you could even do parenting and relationships if you want and we will actually cover some of the people skills aspects of the wow archetype but today I want to focus on wow marketing and wow sales, both from the point of view of you selling and marketing and also reading your customers. Because marketing and sales, I would say, and this is a bit of a generalization, but it's well, it's a bit of a truth as well. In my dealings with a lot of especially entrepreneur women in probably the first five years of their business, they find marketing and sales the hardest. Some personalities don't, but most do. You struggle with that until you get the confidence and you've found yourself, you've found your voice, you've found your product offering, it matches your ideal clients and you're you're making income that's beyond just a hobby. Until that stage, there is a lot that you can apply from understanding personality types that will help and take some of the fear out of marketing. Now, if you go way back to episode 20, I did an episode called the 3W approach to marketing. Now, it's not hard science, but I talk about marketing as just relating. So if you replace the word with marketing and sales with relationship, it changes your, your viewpoint on sales and marketing. And I find especially creative entrepreneurs find this very helpful. Because if you think of it just as relating, it takes away the ickiness that especially a lot of the online marketing world has has given us that sort of creep factor that we don't like. And I talk about this three aspects, which I've affectionately called, don't roll roll your eyes, well, you can if you want, wave, woo and wed. Marilyn, what on earth are you talking about? Okay, so go back and watch episode 20 so that you can uh, you know, know all about that, the fullness of that. But in in short, because, uh, you know, well, you can go watch episode 20 if you want now and then come back to it. But let me give you a quick, quick summary now. Wave is really how people discover you and how you discover people, how, how you meet people. Remember when you, you first come up to someone, you wave at them and you might even smile. Usually you can see a wave before a smile and uh, it's often a way of, of greeting. All right. You might wave, you might smile. Uh, you can replace that with a with a, you know, smile if you want, but it's how people meet you when they first meet you. Then woo is how people get to know and like like you. So, you know, the know, like, and trust factor, this is where they're getting to know you and how you befriend people and they get to know you. you you're wooing them. It's like in a romantic relationship, you meet them at the wave uh, st- stage. 
you get to know them in the woo stage. And then the final stage is you cement that relationship with you know, asking them to marry you. Uh, and it's the wed stage. And this for me is the sales stage. And I truly do consider you know, when you marry someone, they become part of you, they become your family. And so when people part with their money from me, I really do consider them family. All right. It's it, and do people finally trust us enough to buy from you? And it's how you ask the sale. So when I talk about wave, woo, and wed, you'll know that three phases of relationship relates to marketing as well. And in my uh, Lead Your World Academy, I teach this in some detail and also application because often we can hear these things in a podcast or read them in a book or watch them in a webinar, but actually applying them to your business is another thing. And that's that's the whole heart of my academy to apply this, apply your personality type, but also apply a different view of marketing and sales to your actual business. So how does each personality do best at these? So let's look at WAVE where we, we introduce, this is where people meet us. So for example, now you may have come across me because someone recommended me to you, or you might have seen a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad or stumbled across my uh, a page or a LinkedIn post or an article, or you may have heard me being interviewed somewhere else. Or you may say, There was some some point in time where you didn't know Marilyn exist and you did know Marilyn exist. And hopefully there was a smile and a wave and you thought, oh, she's interesting. She's got a strange Australian accent. Uh, let's, you know, let's maybe hang around a little bit. So that's the wave, wave function. Now, who finds that easiest? Passion makers. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 18. That is the ultimate episode to listen to to find out about the wow clubs or go to my website and do the quiz. I highly recommend it. So those who find that ease, that wave, that meeting people are definitely the passion makers because you love people. You love to be in the spotlight. You're, you're not afraid of, of that, that, that being in the exposed and being in the, in the spotlight. Visibility for you is not such a problem. The next people who probably find it fairly easy would be perhaps the peacemakers because you are you love people, but you won't necessarily put yourself forward, but you're, you're very easygoing and you, uh, you know, people don't bother you as well. The next would be uh, heart makers, followed by vision makers. Now, your, your two types are very task focused, especially vision makers, you are very results focused, heart makers, you are very detail focused. And whilst awful types can love people, and vision makers probably go, oh, yeah, I'm borderline there. <laughs> uh, you would find I would you would find the wave function of marketing the toughest, or you would need a little bit more self discipline to to do those. So passion makers, peacemakers, heart makers, vision makers, but definitely passion makers find it easier or a natural skill to market and do sales. Okay, well, well definitely that visibility size. You might not be good at follow up or answering your emails, but you're you, you're good out there. Waving to people, smiling and, and breaking the ice and getting to know people. Now, the next phase, the woo phase, where you're getting to know people, where you're befriending people. Who finds that easiest? Well, it's a pretty much tie between passion makers and heart makers. Probably heart makers more because you love to make uh, connections, uh, deep connections 
with a few people rather than a lot of people. Whereas passion makers, you tend to want to make, a sh- I, I, I'm not going to use the word shallower, but it's not as deep as the heart maker. You would prefer to make a lot of connections where the heart makers would prefer to make a small, but you both you both, uh, it's important to you to to build friendships and build something there. Followed by peacemakers, you're quite happy on your own. You're quite happy independent, but you're also very good at uh, p- putting people at ease with your natural peacemaker, easygoing uh, personality. Who finds the hardest in the woo factor? Vision makers. And vision makers are naturally entrepreneurial. They are natural leaders. They find that easy out of all the personality types. So the vision makers are the ones that tend to go from, hello, do you want to buy from me? And we all know those people online and we ooh, our skin crawls sometimes with their approach. Vision makers don't want, they don't like spending time in small talk. They often don't like time in, uh, in getting to know you. They prefer to talk in headlines. Now, of course, remember, I'm talking general, generalities here. And also, we're all a blend of all four. So it's, there's only a small proportion where this applies to, you know, in black and white detail. So, but you hear my heart, you, you you can relate to this and you're probably smiling when you're thinking of some vision makers, or you might be a vision maker yourself. I get a lot of vision makers listening to my podcast. I'm telling you, slow down and let people get to know you. <laughs> All right. And then the final phase is the wed phase. You've got wave, woo and wed. Wed is where you make the sale. It's where you do the launch, where you ask for the money. Who's going to find this easier? You got it. Vision makers and passion makers, the confident ones, the upfront ones, the more visible ones, uh, and heart makers and peacemakers are naturally going to struggle more for asking for the sale, asking for money from uh, the people that they've they've just made friends with. So uh, recognize that, that some personalities struggle with others, but you've all got a strength and you've all got a weakness. So be aware of it. And sometimes it doesn't mean, well, I'm not going to sell then. Yes, you do. Otherwise, you've just got a hobby. And some of you needed to hear that. Uh, it just means having that self-awareness and allowing that to be there. Don't resist the fact that you're not good at something. Uh, just, oh, that's interesting. Notice it. Be curious about it. And and be aware of it. Allow it to be there. Because when we allow things to be there and don't judge them and give them compassion, they lose their grip, that nasty grip on us. When we resist something, it persist. That's, it's a bit of a, a cliche, but it really is true. What you resist does persist. So if you resist the fact that you're not very good at sales, guess what? It will hang around. So that's interesting. Now that is that section was about you as a marketer. I'm going to close off this podcast. Oh, I've got a few minutes to go talking about your customers and what profile they might be. Now, I'd love you to keep practicing uh, identifying when you're talking to, especially one-to-one with a client or a potential customer or your audience, know that you're going to have all four types there. Try and see if you can identify them. And if you're doing something that is for all four types, make sure you cover all those four bases because what we tend to do is we tend to sell, we tend to relate, and we tend to wave. So we wave, woo, and wed the way we would like it. Now, vision makers, you have no tr- no trouble at all being said hello to and then being asked for the sale. But 
you are excluding three out of four type of people. Now, this topic is huge and you might even want to invest in my WOW Archetype uh, mini course. There's a great mini course. It's got short 15 lessons, but it'll take you a couple of weeks to work through it. It's a great investment. It will really open up your eyes to why you do the way, you, you know, do the things you do, but also in your business, why some things are particularly hard for you and other things are easy and what to do about it. Because when you embrace fully your archetype, your wow archetype, understand your motive and your what you're driven, you can you will, well, you'll serve your audience better, but you will feel more peace inside. You'll feel more vision, you'll feel more passion, or you'll feel more heart. And that's really important because out there, there's too many people say, chase your vision or chase your passion. And that really only relates to half the people out there. Okay, tell a peacemaker to, to follow your passion and they'll look at you strange because they can't get it. Anyway, back to marketing and customers and their personality. I'm going to cover a little piece and then I'll wrap up the others you could, we could do at, at another time. But I want to look at the motives for buying. And this is really important to, to really absorb and to work in your copy, in your sales pictures, in your social media, however you relate to your audience. We'll start with vision makers. Vision makers are powerful people and they want to know they are buying a product, I'm serious here, that is superior and that it gets results or works. They are the type that probably appeal, well, the emotional language may not work for them. However, you can use, you know, tune into that emotion of, would you like to feel superior, the best, and it gets you results quickly? It works. If you talk in tones like that, you will have the ears of a vision maker. However, if you say talk like that to a passion maker, they'll feel might even feel you're a bit aggressive. So include something for the passion makers. Passion makers want to know if the product or the service will make them look better or be noticed and be a high emotional awe fun experience. See, passion makers are very much motivated by fun. So if you have that element in your marketing, you will appeal to the passion makers as well. Now, the vision makers are probably thinking, fun? Why would I need that? And why would I need to be noticed or, you know, have a high emotional experience? But the passion makers, they'll love you for it. And they will, you know, they'll want to come up and hug you, literally, probably. Now, the heart makers. They don't want to be noticed. They really don't. They don't want to feel superior. No, they don't. But you know what? They want to know that they are buying a quality product or service and they want to know all the details. Yes, they are the type that want those frequently asked question emails. I sometimes go, oh my gosh, do I really have to write another FAQ email? And, uh, I tell you what, the heart makers appreciate it. And guess what? They will tell you when there are typos or you know, spelling mistakes there. So make sure you get the spelling and the typos right for the heart makers because it really does bother them and it really does matter for them. Okay. Now, the peacemakers, 
They want to know if the product is easy. If it's going to be complicated or too many steps or make them jump out of their comfort zone, they will back off. So do the, they are the ones that appeal to the easy, the words like, you know, easy. Uh, and will they feel safe? And how much is expected of them? And how much time is expected of them? So there we go. Four motives for buying. Four things that you can weave into your copy, you weave into your uh, sales pitches, however you, you know, present your offers to people. And you will make a really big difference and be able to connect to all those different uh, range of personalities. And finally, in making that decision, that buying decision, I know a lot of entrepreneurs are vision makers and passion makers, and you want people to make the decisions and buying decisions straight away. Go for it. But you know what? Heartmakers and peacemakers need more time to think. So remember that just because people don't buy today, they may be a heart maker or a peacemaker. And if you push them as if they are a vision maker and a passion maker, you could be pushing them away. So remember, vision makers and passion makers make often make decisions about buying straight away and heart makers and peacemakers need more time to think. Now, I'm just going to add a little caveat to that in that vision makers and passion makers also can be last minute people. So whilst they can jump straight away and buy, they can also be the ones that buy at the 11th hour. So be confident. Hey, what you're putting out there, you are appealing to different personalities. It's okay if people don't buy straight away. It's not it's not about you. It's so not about you. So I hope you've enjoyed today. I've in, really enjoyed teaching this actually. It'll help you build more confidence in your marketing. It'll give you something different to think about. And you may even want to write this one out, you know, listen to this one again and write some of the things out. All the details are in the show notes. If you want to know more about wow archetypes, just go to my website and I'll see you tomorrow. And the next review I want to read out is from Ursula. Thank you, Ursula, in uh, France. And she says, five-star review, oh, pure gold. Marilyn's podcast is just so good. Excellent topics and an authentic, truly inspiring host. Fantastic podcast for smart female entrepreneurs who want to lead their way into uniqueness. You will get amazing tips on building a business, an entrepreneurial mindset, on marketing and on modern leadership. So important, pure gold. Oh, thank you, Ursula. Now, Ursula, if you want to contact me via the show notes, the link uh, and my email, which you can get on my website and just say, hey, I'm Ursula. You read out my review on the podcast. I've got a surprise for you. Mm -hmm.